0: The Golden Mike podcast is presented by Cedac Marine Products, proudly made in the USA. Customizable CDEC no skid traction is non-absorbent, closed-cell EVA specifically formulated for the marine industry. For a free sample and more information, check out www.cedac.com. That's S E A D E K.com.
1: With over 25 years of on water experience, captivating charisma, and a command of his audience. Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast. With the noise of the North himself, oh, yeah. Dano, the Mano.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Golden Mike Podcast, everyone. I'm Daniel Lemano of the, the Noisy North, the North. I'm recording down here back in Orlando, Florida, and now it's time for some audio sunshine. This episode is brought to you in part by CWB Board Company. Be sure to check out today's guest, Josh Twelker's Pro Model, The Standard by CWB, brought to you in two sizes, 139 and 143. Its continuous rocker line delivers an easygoing, natural carving style along with subtle bottom features, giving the rider just the right amount of grip and control. Smooth, predictable takeoffs and softer landings with a bit of simplicity is what Josh was going for with this one. He knocked it out of the park with the standard, so check that out, along with everything CWB has to offer, gear, team, support, and a list of dealers, online at www.ridecwb.com. That's R-I-D-E-C-W-B dot com. Alright guys, well I am back in Florida. I am stoked to be back in Florida, although it's just a quick trip. I'm home here at my house for a couple of days before I head out to Cable Stock. Uh, Looking forward to getting back to Texas. i got a couple weeks of events and I've got a weekend off. But a lot of big things have been happening in my life. I was in California, as you guys probably know if you listened to the last episode. My brother just had a baby. I am now an uncle, Uncle Dano, little Alex, man. So cool. It's very, very new for me. Emotional times, my friends, emotional times. Well, here we are. This is episode number 68. I'm really excited. I've got an awesome guest. Josh Twelker is my guest I was supposed to meet up with him when I was in California and on the West Coast. Unfortunately, Josh had to bust out of town, and I missed him. I was able to catch up with him at the Nautique Wake Games down in Orlando, Florida. We did the interview inside of the Rockstar bus. Rodrigo was in there editing some photos. We had some air conditioning going. There was some cell phones maybe. I don't know. It, it came out really, really good. I was super stoked to do it, so uh, really excited for you guys to hear that. Let's get back to my trip uh, that I just got home from. So I did not have an event over the last weekend, had the weekend off, was excited to spend all that time with my family. But while I was on the West Coast, my brother lives in Burbank, I took a little trip down to Long Beach and met up with a gentleman who's already been on the podcast once before. His name is Tony Claritch. Did a little uh, shredding with Tony. I rode a slalom ski. I did some disking. We were out in Long Beach Marine Stadium, and it was built in 1932 for the Olympics, for rowing. They've had some huge events there from water ski events. The X Games used to be held there, so it was really neat to get out on the water there. Now, I will say I was a little bit nervous because earlier in the day, I was watching the news, and 15 juvenile great white sharks were located off the coast in Long Beach, So, yeah, that was definitely a little bit uh, nerve-wracking, but people had drones up in the air and they were watching all the sharks. So, yeah, I uh, I don't think we need to worry about that too much. My flight home, and I don't really do this too much rant. I don't know. I've got this thing now. I feel like window seats on airplanes have become the new middle seat. And I don't want to, like, totally complain about this, but you get the window seat, you know, you got a little status, you think you're all cool. But I was sitting next to this person on the flight, and I'm not going to, like, say gender, age, or body type or anything like that, but I know when you sit in the middle seat, you kind of... you're supposed to get both armrests. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to put your arms straight into the other people's seats. I flew direct from LAX to Orlando, you know, not too bad, about four and a half hour flight. But this person just literally full elbow into my seat. I'm all the way up against the window just being squashed. And I'll tell you what, I think I'm going to start picking that middle seat a little bit more often. Give, give some people a taste of their own medicine, right? All right, guys. Well, I mentioned I'm going to Cable Stock this weekend. We are also doing a live episode out there. I'm really excited. I don't have my guests fully confirmed yet. But for a lot of you guys probably listening to this episode after Cable Stock, just go back and listen. Also, I want to remind you guys, I still have some of the Golden Mike podcast hats available. If you're interested in getting those or maybe you want me to send you some pins, shoot me a message, at noisethenorth.com, where you guys can always, of course, reach me on Facebook through the Golden Mike podcast quick reminder to everyone, the Golden Mike Podcast is brought to you for free twice monthly on the first and third Wednesday of every month. You can find us and listen to us on demand anytime, wherever it is that you do your podcast listening or your internetting online at noiseofthenorth.com. We're also available on SoundCloud. You guys can find us on iTunes and the podcast app and just about any Android podcast app you can think of. Once you do that, make sure you subscribe. Also, guys, please help me out. Rate and review the show if you have any questions. You heard my email address before. Shoot me that email. I'll address any issues that you guys might have. So to keep this podcast no charge to you, the listeners, I want to thank all the sponsors of the show, Seadeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, Go Puck, Malibu Boats, Rockstar Energy, C4 Belts, CWB Board Company, Lead Wake, Ronix, and Slingshot Wakeboards. Make sure you guys are following me on social media: Instagram at Dano T. Mano, on Twitter at the Dano T Mano, and at the Golden Mike. Be sure to like the Golden Mike Podcast on Facebook. You guys can also reach me through email. I said it before. I say it again. Golden Mike at noiseofthenorth.com. Today's audio montage is brought to you by Boulder Boats. And if you guys are on the West Coast and looking to get into a brand new Malibu boat or Access Wake research line of boats, well, maybe you guys just want to test the waters with something slightly used. Check out boulderboats.com for a full list of what's available. Then contact one of Boulder's industry-leading salespeople to guide you towards your summer of fun on the water. With the family. All right, so today's audio montage is from stop number one of the 2017 Malibu Boats Rider Experience and Central WWA Regionals. We were with Boulder Boats out on Lake Las Vegas, had a lot of people and a lot of thoughts. Enjoy, then I'll be back with my guest, Josh Twelker, right here on the Golden Mike Podcast.
1: (laughs)
2: What's up guys, you're here with Ollie DeRome on the Golden Mike Podcast. We're here in beautiful Lake Las Vegas, Rider Experience, the first stop with Boulder Boats, and it's about to go off. Hey, I'm Corey Wilson, WWA Executive Director. We had a great turnout, lots of new faces and first-time riders kicking off their first contest. It was a great weekend. I'm Hudson Haney. I'm five years old. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I just won the Junior Boys Division. My name is Heidi Trummel. I'm eight years old. I live in Bend, Oregon, and I won the Junior Girls Division. My name's Ashton Davis. I'm nine-year-old. I'm from Utah. I got first place. And junior boys beginner. I'm Tucker Schoonover. I'm 12 years old. I'm from Henderson, Nevada, and I won the boys beginner division. Hi, my name is Eliza and I'm from Dallas, Texas. I'm 15, and I just won the junior women's for the second year in a row.
1: My name is Kira Randall,
2: and I'm 11 years old, and I'm from Henderson, Nevada. I won women's wake surfing. My name is Austin Nordgren. I am nine years old and I won first in the men's wake surf.
3: Hey, this is Jimmy Trask, uh, West Coast CWB rep out here at Malibu Boats Rider Experience. Had a great time. Let people demo and have fun on Free Ride Friday as well as Surfgate Sunday while the
2: contest
1: went on today. Great time out here.
2: Hey guys, I'm Alex Albin. I'm 11 years old from Discovery Bay, California. So excited to take the win at the WWA Riders Experience. Super stoked. Hi, I'm Ellie Patrick, I'm from Oregon State, and I just won the girls 10 to 13 division. Hi, I'm Natalie Graham, and I won women's wake skate, and I love the Golden Mike podcast.
3: Gus Reed, I'm 18 years old, and I won the Amateur Junior Men's Division today at the Malibu Riders Experience. Tony Carroll, Axis Wake Research Team rider. I'm out here at my first rider experience and it's just been insane. So many people having a great time. I can't wait to get out to more of these.
2: Hi, this is Curtis Sherbo, 40, from Austin, Texas and I just won veteran men's at the WWA Regional
3: Central. Hey, I'm Kat Laird in the Women's Veterans Division. Had a great time here in Las Vegas. I'm really, really excited to take the win. Definitely here, Malibu Pro Team rider. Behind the wheel all- all day driving all the different Malibu boats, M235, 22MXZ, 25LSV. A lot of competition out there. Great weekend. My name is Chase Shaw.
2: I'm 24 years old, and I won the men's one division. Awesome day on the water. So good time. Brian Platt from Phoenix, Arizona, came out here and won the men's pro card. This is my third year in a row now. It was a great time, and can't wait to come back next year and hopefully go for number four. Chad Sharp here. Uh, we just got done with an awesome day of the competition day of the Malibu rider experience, and there was some stuff thrown down. So many divisions, so many good riders. All those guys were fun to watch. It was all super tight. Pretty much sun up till sun down. Can't wait to do it again.
0: Events and team manager of Malibu Boats,
2: Brian Thomas. Definitely an awesome way to kick off the season. Boulder goes all out. The 235 was delivering some uh, killer wakes and 25 LSD
3: pulling the surfers delivering some killer waves out there and everybody was stoked owner of boulder boats Stu lichens awesome time we got some big boats and some big wakes it was all good thanks for being here
2: hey i'm tara mikisic malibu pro rider and we're out here on lake las vegas for the first malibu rider experience of the season i got to judge almost every division and it was so cool to see riders just power through and be tough it was awesome it was really fun to watch everyone and what a great day luca kid
0: talk about that final
3: oh uh, yeah the final was really really stacked everybody threw down it was super fun i'm pretty glad to get third it's a great way to start off the malibu rider experience series and i can't wait for the next stop gunther okay, here we just wrapped up the junior pro men final Stokes coming come away with second obviously was going for the win all the boys slayed it and uh, looking forward to the next
0: one Tyler I'm taking your first ever junior pro win. Yeah, Dano, I'm stoked to take the win today, you know. Kind of waiting to put a pass together and it finally happened today. The conditions were a bit iffy, but they're the same for everyone, you know, a bit rollery, but you know, we dealt with it and it was a fun final with the boys. The owner of Boulder Boats, Christina Lichens, another successful rider
3: experience, your thoughts?
1: Overwhelmed, overwhelmed with the Malibu team and
3: it's city of Henderson, Lake Las Vegas, just stepping it up for us to be able to make it just Better and bigger than we ever have before. Turnout fabulous from regions of over 16 different places, few different countries. We couldn't have asked for more.
1: Presented by Sea Deck Marine Products. It's the Golden Mike Podcast with the Noise of the North. Dano the mano.
0: Josh Welker, finally, dude. I. I I came to your house, and I had to track you down in Florida, man.
3: I know. You came, and I bailed to Florida because it was freezing. <laughs> well, dude, uh, I got to give you a
0: humongous congratulations. Rider of the Year from Alliance, uh, less than five champion. And we're going to talk so much about uh, all of those different things, of course. It was just a, a, a huge 2016, and um, I mean... It didn't just come to you. I mean, you obviously paid for it with your body and stuff. But um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about uh, how you're feeling right now, man. I mean, first of all, like like after all of those, what did I miss? I said uh, under five. I said rider of the year. You had dog days, video Uh, section. Yeah, video
3: section of the year. uh, Dog days came out. Uh, I was part of uh, Real Wake um yeah I mean it was just crazy hectic year it was like definitely one of the most busy like years I've ever had and like definitely one of the most painful years I've ever had so like this winter I definitely <laughs> took some time off so much needed time and uh but yeah 2016 was by far my best year I've ever had I've never succeeded that well in everything and worked so hard for it and Uh, I mean, I couldn't be happier with how everything turned out. Everything just, like, kept coming out randomly, and just the stoke kept raising, like, I don't know, rider of the year just definitely was very unexpected, and as soon as Alliance called me and told me about it, I was just, like, in shock. Like, I didn't know what to believe. Like, it didn't feel real, so, um, I mean, all the hard work finally paid off, it felt like, and had some... uh, (laughs) I don't know. I was stoked. Couldn't be more happy. Well, what about the body? How's the body feeling? The body feels great now, but first, like, week and a half I was filming for Real Wake. I cracked a couple ribs and bruised them just super bad. The cracks were pretty minor, but um, after that, like, it definitely set me back for sure. Like, I was still able to ride, but in so much pain. And then, uh, like, two weeks left... Almost done with the video. Not super excited about everything I had. I mean, I was super pumped on everything I had, but like you always want more. <laughs> sure, sure. I and mean,
0: you're you're your hardest harshest critic, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. You're definitely hardest on yourself. So, uh, had two more weeks to film, and then we were at this winch spot and ended up breaking my collarbone, and that was just like heartbreaking to me because like I felt like I could have you know done so much more with the section, but then after it all was put together, I was just like so stoked with it and it all came together so well and i was just like so happy with all that pain and <laughs> everything that went down i was just like couldn't be happier with how it turned out it it turned into like a good pain <laughs> yeah all the pain paid off for sure
0: well dude i've been announcing for you for so many years and uh, obviously i know what area of the country you come from but i want i want to kind of find out more i want to find out um how you got started wakeboarding, when you got started wakeboarding. Can you kind of break that down
2: for us?
3: Yeah, I mean, I got started wakeboarding through my family, really. Uh, my brother and sister always were just super into wakeboarding. I was just super young at that at that time, so, like, I tried it and was, like, kind of into it.
0: Were your parents boaters? Yeah, shoes, yeah, that's like that?
3: why it, it became just, like, a family, you know, thing to do on the weekend. We would go out to the Delta. At that time, we lived in San Jose, So we would drive, like, an hour every weekend just to go boating and have a good time on the Delta. And then, uh, you know, it just turned into, like, us having an old cobalt uh, boat. And then uh, we started all getting good at wakeboarding. We're like, Mom and Dad, you know, buy us a, a wakeboard boat. Like, that's all we ever talked about and wanted. And they finally got us, like, a wakeboard boat. So from there on, we just started doing local competitions and stuff like that and my brother and sister were actually you know way better than me at that point they were just like they were the ones fueling my parents for like more and more wakeboarding and I was just kind of cruising you know just like having a good time little kid not worried about it and then I started getting good at it and just like the more I got good at it the more fire I had to like progress and I don't know I just loved it after that.
0: I want to find out like some of the first contests that you remember going to maybe not necessarily like like some of the bigger WWE events but maybe some of the more local grassroots events
3: yeah back in the day i got started doing grassroots events actually like in northern california i would do that all the time and that is probably what helped me progress a lot back in that time because there was a lot of uh there was a lot of grassroots like events going down at that time and i don't know probably helped push my riding a lot
0: you're you're doing your own thing like i don't think anybody really wakeboard i actually said it on the microphone uh during the wake open i said something on the lines of for so long uh everyone would say would compare your style to danny harsh but now i feel like you have gotten to the point in your career where um riders are starting to mimic your style do you do you feel any of that
3: um i've definitely seen some stuff like that i mean i think nowadays like kids are so technically good and I think now more than ever kids are like picking up on more styles from other board sports which is awesome because I'm seeing like it used to be just like a huck fest at these contests and stuff like that but I mean you obviously had some people that just stuck out as sick riders and stylish as can be but um, I think mostly everyone is like so good now and they're like more people are focusing on making their riding look good as long as even while they're like progressing every trick they do too so i don't know i have like so much respect for every wakeboarder now because i feel like everything's moving in a a really good direction massey goes out and i watch him ride and like i get super stoked on the tricks he's doing so it's like i'm not the only one making wakeboarding look good i think so many kids are and um yeah i mean i'm just stoked to see how wakeboarding has been progressing
0: how are you going to keep up contest-wise with these guys who are coming out? You know, you watched Harley come out of the gates, double tantrum. You saw uh, Corey and a guy, you know, stick a 1080. But, I mean, I, I want to, like, figure out, like, how are you going to continue to keep up contest-wise with those dudes?
3: Yeah, I mean, I know I'm known as, like, a style guy, but, like, that's kind of why I compete as well because I never want to feel like I'm being left behind. These kids are so good, and, I mean... I think ride me riding in contests almost gives me more passion for wakeboarding because I don't get to see these guys ride all the time. I'm from the West Coast and it's definitely a different scene out here. Like everybody rides with everybody here, and like it's pretty tight crew where I'm from. It's like mostly me, Trevor Maurer, and Tyler Hyam riding together. Michael Belligan as well. He's like an underrated rider. He's from California, and so it's so much different. It's like. I get come to these contests, and I, like, get to see what everybody's doing, and that puts more of a fire under me and, like, a stoke for me to, like, go out and kill it when I go home than, like, almost anything else, and that's mainly, like, why I love contests, too, because, like, I don't want to feel like I'm ever, you know, like, not able to ride with the boys. Like, I I love doing hard tricks just as much as I love going out and, like, doing a method or something, you know? Like that is just just as fun for me as anything else. So I love competing and I love filming videos and I love it all. So
0: <laughs> does, does your drive for competing come for like the want of the win?
3: Um, not necessarily like the win. I just like, I mean, I definitely do want to make finals like every time and I get frustrated with myself when I don't, but like, cause I know I could ride so much better than I've ridden in contests at home. I go, you know, ride good at home and sometimes don't ride as well in contests most of the time anyways but that definitely gets frustrating for me but like more than that I think it's just fun for me to compete which I think a lot of people don't uh think that I would say that anyways you know
0: I don't know I've never seen you be cocky I've never seen you kind of um you know brag about what you're doing out there you're the kind of guy who lets his riding do the talking so where does that come from the humble the humbleness.
3: Uh, I'm not sure. I guess I'm just kind of an introverted guy. So, I mean, I just love wakeboarding and like to let it speak for itself pretty much. If, if people think it's, it's sick, then like, I'm stoked, you know, like, and that's kind of what I like. I don't know. I'm not super talkative, not super outgoing, but like, I I like to ride with confidence. (laughs) Sure. You you let your confidence
0: show in your riding.
3: I hope I hope that it shows through my riding.
0: <laughs> sure. I didn't even realize that you competed in the boys division of the WWA event. So I mean, you're what are you now? Twenty two, twenty three. Twenty three, yeah. Twenty three years old. So boys division that was at least a decade ago. So uh, when what was your first like major WWA event?
3: I think it was a boys contest, probably nationals or something. Like that. Do you remember where it was? Where was it? It was. Was it Wisconsin? Maybe could have been. Um, maybe Wisconsin. Something like that. I remember I rode in boys, and I think Harley, and maybe uh, Jacob Valdez, Daniel Powers. All those kids were like killing it, and definitely was intimidating. Probably for my first contest. I don't really remember it too well. That was a long time ago, but. Uh yeah, I think I did like two boys contests and then from there on just that was probably it until I did junior pro on the tour and stuff like that. What is your ideal event? Well, I mean less than five is a super fun event, but that's sort of like a totally different game, you know? That's just kind of fun and like you just get to see some different creativity from all the all the boys. Well but... then let's
0: let's let's talk about less than five. Uh kinda of break down the rules what it is.
3: Yeah, it's an alliance contest. I think um last year was the fifth year um and it is what it is it says it is (laughs) it's a less than five contest so 360s um only pretty much no flips uh spins only uh straight airs grabs whatever you want to do less than a 540 and you know put your unique own spin on whatever you want to do but now In, this year's
0: was this year's though was a little bit different than normal
3: it was yeah we all had i think 15 minutes to go out and just kind of have an expression session and they would film the whole thing and put it up online for people to vote and then they also had a ju- or a, a riders vote for all the riders to pick and choose who they thought did the best and yeah i don't know it was probably one of the most fun contests i've done just because you get to go out there and ride and just be creative, you know, and, uh, and that was really cool to see, like, what the different riders came up with, and you kind of vibe off of what they're doing. It kind of evens out the playing field. Exactly. Yeah, out here (laughs) for, like, you know, just your average contest, um, such as, like, wake open and stuff like that, you just see guys throwing the craziest tricks, and it definitely does even out the contest when you take all that out of it and just put in see who's, you know, the most creative and most, you know, stomps something that's sickest or, you know, whatever. Makes it look the best, basically.
0: Could you see like more events like that less than five popping up? And if so, do you think that is something that the industry would need?
3: Uh I think it's just kind of a cool like, you know, specialty event. I mean I think having like real events that are gonna progress the sport are obviously super important and uh really cool to see like how crazy You know these kids are like pushing the sport so i think it is really cool to see contests like that for sure but i think uh you know other contests like a normal contest is uh just maybe even more important (laughs) you know i don't know they're both so fun
0: off the top of your head what are some of like your biggest contest accomplishments
3: uh, Other let's than see. less than five, of course. I, I did okay in junior man. I don't think I ever won a contest in junior pro, but I think I got maybe a couple seconds, thirds for sure, and uh, less than five. And I would say I was pretty stoked on how my real wake section did. It got second in the fan vote, and I think I was pretty close to getting a podium, hopefully, but <laughs> didn't grab a podium there. But, I mean, overall I've had just not amazing results in competition, but, like, pretty happy with how i've done overall
0: so let's talk about your real wake part and i want to find out like where you filmed and kind of the process
3: um mainly just filmed in california we had like a budget to do pretty much whatever we wanted but me and trevor trevor was my filmer and we were like where do i do the best riding where can we get the most done with our budget, and it just made the most sense to film everything at home in Discovery Bay. And Trevor has gotten super into winching over the last, you know, since he's been filming Dog Days. So he luckily had like a bunch of winch spots just locked in, <laughs> so that was super helpful. And then, uh, yeah, we pretty much mainly stayed in in California, like Northern California.
0: Okay, so Trevor Maurer, definitely a name uh, that. And it comes up a lot, especially in the conversation about you, Josh Twelker. Uh, you guys had the cover of Alliance together. And before we get to the cover of, of Alliance together, it seems like Josh has, I'm sorry, it seems like Trevor has been a mentor of yours for a long time, but it also seems like your dad kind of took Trevor under his wing a long time ago as well. So can, can you kind of talk about your relationship with Trevor?
3: Yeah, I mean, mine and Trevor's relationship is like, It works perfectly for both of us. We're, like, pretty much best friends, you know, and I think without Trevor, like, moving into my parents' house when he did, uh, he moved in there for, like, three years and uh, maybe two years, but he really started getting good at filming, like, as he moved in, and we were both, like, not professional riders at that time, so, like, at that time, we were just putting out a bunch of videos, and they were going on Alliance all the time and i think mine and trevor's relationship kind of works hand in hand together just because like i film him he films me like we kind of jumped on the scene in the delta in discovery bay like on the west coast at the perfect time kind of when everything seemed to be dying down out in that area like less uh professional wakeboarders were doing it and they were just kind of you know going on with their real lives and getting older (laughs) so me and Trevor kind of hopped in there at the perfect time we started shooting with Rodrigo and I mean without Trevor and Rodrigo I wouldn't be here today pretty much like it just everything almost seemed to work out too perfectly like the timeline of everything how I met Trevor we started riding together all the time we met Rod Rod got some shots of us they ran for like the first time and like it was just crazy to see that rod got like so stoked on like you know new up and coming riders from that area cuz he had shot for so long out there like all the all the old timers out there and i don't know it just almost worked out too perfectly to <laughs> to describe <laughs> it's crazy
0: okay well getting the cover of any magazine is definitely something to be really really proud of but to get a cover with your best friend basically your brother from another mother <laughs> has to be extra special so
3: like what was that like for sure yeah me and trevor have always just doubled together you know for fun and we would always do like back-to-back tricks just following each other and uh we filmed it like a long time ago and uh garrett Cortez had texted us being like hey have you guys ever thought about shooting that in a photo as, like, a cover, and Trevor had called me, he's like, dude, I think uh, we might have an opportunity here, (laughs) so we went out, like, the next day, shot with Rod, and the photos just turned out insane, and I think it took us probably, like, two, two days, or two or three days to get the shot that we really wanted, and, I mean, it turned out so sick that it couldn't be more cool to get, like, a cover with your best friend shot by Rodrigo, who's been shooting us our whole lives, and, like, got us pretty much our first magazine shot, so and then
0: literally one month later being named rider of the year (laughs) yeah
3: yeah i mean 2016 is gonna be uh it's gonna be a year that's hard to beat for sure (laughs) what's so special about shooting with rod oh man shooting with rod is awesome um every time you do something sick he's gonna let you know that's what's most cool about shooting with rod he's just so stoked while you're riding and like if he snaps a photo that he thinks is is dope he's gonna be like that was badass you know just like he keeps the stoke alive while you're riding and it honestly makes you ride better because you're so stoked that you just got a shot or like i don't know that just like the vibes on the boat every time we go on a photo shoot are like up so high that it's just always fun
0: pretty much hear that story from just about anybody i ask that same question (laughs) to i don't do this often but since we got rodrigo in the house right now i'm gonna ask him to walk over here real fast and i want to find out from rod what's special about shooting photos of josh compared to shooting with some other people
2: uh Anybody that's. Hey, ever, Rod. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm honestly like a little choked up over there listening to this whole thing. <laughs> I'm an emotional dude. Oh, man. You're so emotional. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, anybody like here, for example, like the first time that Joey Medoc went out and shot a CWB shoot and uh, he got a chance to photograph Josh for the first time, <clears throat> he called me straight away right after he got off the houseboat trip. I can't remember where the heck they were, but called me straight away and he goes, dude. Josh twelker is unreal. And I'm like, right. You know, like he's is, is like a photographer is like dream that, that you can't work any harder. Trevor's the same way. You know, the crew that we have is solid and like their goal to make things look good. You know, the whole style thing, like I hear you guys talking and like, and I, and I know that like, they're, they're really tech too if they want to be but they want to make stuff look good before they put another 180 on it and that shows in video sections and it shows in photographs and when you're a photographer or videographer and you have somebody that's on the other end of the camera like on the action side of the camera that isn't going to be satisfied until it's as sick as it can get then it's almost like impossible to come up with a bad product so <clears throat> yeah I'm lucky to have that in the, would
0: you uh, there. Rodrigo would you consider Josh in your top five of most favorite people to shoot absolutely absolutely probably like top three it's a beautiful thing hey how's your yeah. photography going right now Rodrigo
2: oh, it's going good I'm over there crunching away I got a new laptop I don't know if you guys saw it on my Instagram story but I was <laughs> I was pretty stoked
0: I did I couldn't <laughs> sleep Rodrigo Thanks a ton, brother. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Rodrigo's a cool dude, man. That is that is that is awesome,
3: man. And uh, Not to mention his story times are the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Folks, we're going to take a quick break from Josh Twelker to talk a little bit about Rockstar Energy. Rockstar Energy drink is designed for those who lead active lifestyles, from athletes to rock stars. Available in over 25 flavors at convenience and grocery outlets in over 30 countries, Rockstar supports the Rockstar lifestyle across the globe through action sports, motorsports, and live music. Check out rockstarenergy.com. For more information, Rockstar is also an awesome sponsor of some of the best wakeboard events in the world, i.e. the ones that I announced, including the WWA Wakeboard World Series. I appreciate Rockstar for being there bright and early in the morning, bringing out some beautiful Rockstar models and the delicious Rockstar flavors, which help keep me going at each and every event. You heard it right there, rockstarenergy.com. Thanks to them for hooking it up, and supporting wakeboarding. Now let's get back to it with Josh Twelker right here on the Golden Mike Podcast. I know you've traveled so much. I'm sure you've got your fair share of stories. I want to find out about your trip to Scotland because you went with a crew of guys who I don't think you would normally, not saying you wouldn't be friends with them, just saying that you live all the way on the West Coast. These dudes live in Florida. And I don't know, I know it was a couple of years ago at this point now. But uh, that trip from Scotland, for some reason, always sticks out to me. I had Adam Arrington on the podcast also. Yeah,
3: for sure. That trip to Scotland was unreal. I actually ended up getting a cover from that, which was like just the cherry on top. But like that trip to Scotland was just so fun. Like I've never really hung out with Adam Arrington. Um, I've hung out with like Robbie Houlihan and Massey, obviously. And um, it was just like, so fun getting to know adam and like everything was just completely like set up perfectly for us from adam because his family's from that area and uh i don't know it was just like i've never been really out of the country at that point so i don't know it's pretty crazy that scotland was like where i was gonna go because like it seemed really cold but at the same time i've always wanted to go somewhere that cool and it was just crazy it was unreal how like well all of us clicked together because it was kind of like a random crew that was like we never really all hung out together you know like and probably more at like events and yeah stuff like more that. just at like events we would see each other but like after getting to know Adam really really well he's like I consider him one of my really good friends now you know even though I don't see him much anymore like I feel like I could see him tomorrow and be homies with him and same with Massey and uh, Robbie Houlihan like we all just like clicked so well together and we had so many like gloomy days obviously as you would imagine
0: <laughs> but didn't i hear that you guys ended up getting one epic day that like was like in life days like that don't yeah happen we did
3: actually so we were out like i don't know miles off into open ocean and the sun was setting and it was just like the perfect sunset it was the warmest day we've had and we came back got so many shots of everyone we came back into port, and there's just these, like, old, grungy-looking dudes. You know, we're in, like, very north Scotland where, like, just, like, crazy old boaters, grungy-looking beards, you know, classic, however you would imagine, like, like I don't know, <laughs> a Scotland person to be. And they were like, wait, where, what were you guys doing? Where You were out where shooting? Like, why did you have a G23 out that far in the ocean? Because apparently it gets, like crazy gnarly winds out there and the swells there get like bigger than g23 boats and they're like that was like the most dangerous thing i've ever seen but that was like probably the nicest day we've ever had out there so it just seemed to work out perfectly and everyone killed it that that night and that was like one of the last nights we were there so i mean it couldn't have gone any better and uh i consider that definitely one of my favorite trips i've ever been on
0: have you done any more international trips since
3: that uh definitely done more international trips mostly for contests but other I mean that was just straight like go have fun with the boys shoot for alliance and like make a bunch of new friends like make good relationships with people that I didn't think I would ever be that close to and it was awesome you've been with
0: CWB for a long time it seems like and you have got your own signature board you've got your own signature boot Talk about that relationship.
3: Yeah, CWB has been an awesome company to ride for for me. They've like, they've been probably one of the most supportive companies I've I've ridden for. I mean, shaping my board with them was super awesome. Uh, their, their shaper came out to my house for a week and brought uh, you know just all the products we needed, uh, prototypes, and brought it, all his equipment. And basically, I helped him. Shape a board by hand exactly what I wanted. And uh, what do you look
0: for in a board?
3: I mean, for me, in a wakeboard, I I look for a wakeboard that rides like a wakeboard, <laughs> a board that rides smooth under your feet, and when you put it on, it feels like it's natural, like it feels like it's supposed to be there. Not anything that has crazy, you know, three-stage weird edges or anything like that. I just want a board that's smooth. Uh, lands soft and pops well and i mean mostly i just want a board that rides smooth
0: it seems like you're it seems like there's a lot of simplicity to to your
3: wakeboard exactly yeah i think uh that's mainly what i focus on is a board that's simple and doesn't have too many gimmicks (laughs) i just wanted something that i would be stoked with every day that would be consistent and i'd feel like home under my feet
0: sure what about your boat? Like how do you how do you weigh that down? What do you, what's what's it like when you go out and ride?
3: Uh yeah, I mean being a part of Nautique is obviously probably one of my biggest achievements because being able to ride the G23 every day is like it's like riding a super pipe, <laughs> just massive wake every day coming from you know any other boat. It's crazy. Like being able to ride that boat every day has progressed my riding probably more than almost anything else. And especially the riding I'm t- trying to do, like, hold grabs longer and stuff like that. It's just, like, it doesn't get much better than the G. And uh, especially out on the Delta where it's, like, almost 20 feet deep everywhere, It's couldn't be much better.
0: <laughs> it's pumping. Yeah,
3: it, it is pumping.
0: All right, dude, so you were named Alliance Rookie of the Year at one point, And you are now Alliance Rider of the Year. So, <laughs> you not your first time being a roadie (laughs) r-o-t-y right but uh in between there man just everything everything that that has come to you um what do you think it is that alliance saw because obviously you weren't able to make a ton of contests last season you you were injured
3: yeah definitely Um,
0: you weren't able to make those contests so you weren't able to put those results on the board but there was obviously Results that they saw and that they appreciated. What do you think it was that Alliance saw that that they decided to give you that award?
3: Hopefully, like, the way I pushed my wakeboarding in uh, the videos and photos I got throughout the year, and I think mainly that's hopefully what I hope would stand out to them. I think that's what stood out, and uh, especially with Dog Days um, and Real Wake and some of the contests but I wouldn't say that is exactly why you know like I think it was mostly just from my video parts that stood out and I mean I was really really happy with how all they all turned out and I think uh Alliance kind of took a big interest in me like from a long time ago just being like a, a fresh west coast rider ever since it's sort of died down for a little bit until me and Trevor came on the scene and um I don't know. I think I just kind of had a breakout year through videos, and I think that's mainly what stood out for them.
0: Okay, so let's get back to Dog Days real fast here. There was two videos. You did Al Sur, and you did Dog Days with Trevor. Uh, Al Sur was so cool. The fact that it was uh, it was free, and do you, do you think that helped gain a lot more exposure for that video? Uh,
3: yeah, I think so. I mean, I think. That video got so many downloads just for the fact that it was like a free download. And I think for Trevor's first video, he did really, really well with it. And it was that was like I had so many fun trips in Mexico with them. It was definitely really scary seeing some of the sketchy parts of Mexico. But at the same time, when we were on the G, like in some crazy tropical places in Mexico, it was like some of the most fun riding and like most fun times I've ever had on a wakeboard.
0: Standout moment from you from being a part of Dog Days?
3: Um, Being a part of Dog Days standout moment. I think just the most thing that stands out to me is like how much everybody on the West Coast had everybody's back. Like everybody worked so hard for that video. Everybody that was involved with it was always helping out. And I mean, it's such like a tight-knit crew that like everybody... It's just, like, in it for each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's, it's like, a different world out there for us. It's it's so much smaller, and everyone has so much, like, good respect for each other that it, it's, like, you feel like everybody's family. And I know
0: I know it's Trevor's movie, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's all y'all's movie. And you guys ended up taking a wakeboard video of the year at Wake Awards. Uh, how important do you think that was for trevor first of all and then also like for west coast riding in general
3: i think yeah i mean for trevor that was huge like he's he is like super into uh you know just making full-length videos and he made one that won video of the year that year and i think that is huge for not only trevor like the whole west coast because it shows and i think it shows in dog days how hard everybody worked on it because Everybody in, on the West Coast is so particular about their their tricks and everything, and I don't know. It was almost unreal feeling when we all got to walk up on that stage because I think it's been a while since the West Coast has been really put on the stage like on the big time like that on like all of us up there. So that was really really cool.
0: Well, that was a that was a huge night at Wake Awards 2016 because you guys took a win for uh, Wakeboard Video of the Year. Rodrigo won Photographer of the Year, which was kind of a team effort, too, right? Yeah, West Coast team yeah. effort. And then you come out with uh, Video Part of the Year, which, uh, which definitely has to be one of the most important awards. Was that expected at all? Did you have any uh, like thoughts in your mind that perhaps you were going to win Video Part of the Year?
3: <laughs> I mean, I didn't even really think about it up to that point. I thought about Dog Days being nominated for it and I wasn't sure what was going to happen and then video section came out and I was just sitting there and saw my name go up as a nomination I was like wow that'd be crazy (laughs) and then they said Josh Walker and it almost didn't even register to me everyone started screaming around me and I just looked like wait was that me (laughs) I was just like in shock I think I blacked out because I was just like so excited I don't even remember what I said on the stage at all like I couldn't tell you anything I said because I was just like I don't know in insanely shocked
0: <laughs> what's next for Josh Twelker what's the future hold
3: I mean after that whole year I was so like beat up and everything I needed to take a, a little bit of a break but I think after that year it got me even more stoked on wakeboarding I was a little burnt for like <laughs> a month I just needed to take some time but like going into this year and seeing how good everybody's riding like All I want to do is just keep progressing and keep doing what I've been doing, you know, like try and make video parts that stoke me out, like, because like we said earlier, I'm the hardest person for myself to please. So if I can keep doing that and making myself happy with my wakeboarding, I mean, that's my main goal is just keep pushing and uh, hopefully stoke other people out with the way I wakeboard.
0: You got any, like, hobbies outside of... Outside of boating?
3: Wakeboarding. <laughs> wakeboarding, wakeboarding, wakeboarding is mostly it. Too. I mean, it's a full-time job. Yeah, it is, and it's, like, constantly on my mind how I could be better or what I could do better or things I could do differently, you know? And, I mean, I, like, coach Tyler Hyam all the time, <laughs> and he's, like, just a, a young ripper that, like, it's pretty fun when you're, like, coaching a little, like, a younger kid because they always have so much more fire then, like, you've been through way more than they have. So, like, he's just way more stoked on everything about wakeboarding.
0: (laughs) Before we get finished here, this summer, what can we expect to see from you, trick-wise? This summer, what can we expect to see from you, trick-wise? Watching those boys in the wake open this weekend, seeing so many doubles, you saw 1080s going down. I mean, are are any of these gnarly tricks on, on your radar?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think this year I want to try and be more tech than I've ever been. I want to come out with uh, a video section that shows that I can do all aspects of wakeboarding. So, I mean, I think that's my main goal for this year is uh, just show that I can do more than maybe what people think. I want to be like, I want to hang with the boys just as well as anybody else, you know? So, I want to i don't know for sure what you'll see but
0: (laughs) what's more important a contest win or a dope video part
3: uh i would say for me a video part (laughs) but everybody has their own opinion on that for sure and i mean if i won a contest now at this point i'd probably be beyond stoked so i think you'd like retire yeah if i could win a contest that would be like the ultimate goal for this year, probably.
0: Cool, oh, man. Well, I wish you some good luck, and I really enjoy watching you wakeboard out there, and uh, I know everybody else does, and you're the
3: man. Thank you, Dano.
0: Before we finish this thing up here, do you have anybody you want to thank? Any sponsors, friends, family, anything like that?
3: Yeah, I'd just like to thank uh, my sponsors, first of all, CWB, uh, Nautique, uh, Rockstar, and Hoven. Uh, they've been huge supporters, and, uh, yeah, I just want to thank them. And also, we talked about earlier the way I got into wakeboarding. Definitely wouldn't, couldn't be here without my family.
0: Very cool. And, and
3: Rodrigo, for sure. <laughs> and Trevor Maurer, obviously.
0: And if anybody wants, are you doing coaching, anything like that? Can people, I mean, is that something you're interested in? You, people hitting you up for lessons or anything like that?
3: Um, not too much coaching going on i i try and just like stick mainly with uh you know focus hard on wakeboarding and if it ever comes to, like a time to where i want to coach and try and make money in doing that for sure but right now i feel like i want to focus 100 percent of my attention on being the best wakeboarder i can be so
0: all right well let's help you out with some social stuff tell everybody where they can find you on the internet
3: uh josh 12 at josh twelker on instagram uh twitter and josh twelker on facebook
0: Boom! You got one page, two pages, ten pages on Facebook?
3: Uh, just I think I have I have two. Definitely have an athlete page and just a regular Facebook.
0: Very cool, man. Well, this was fun. Thanks a ton, Josh.
3: Thanks, Dano. <laughs>
0: GoPuck is a mountable, compact, durable, and portable rapid-charging battery. The technology behind GoPuck started in the indie car racing industry and now they're bringing their passion about light, fast, and powerful products to the world of action sports. GoPuck allows you to stay connected, capture priceless moments, and most importantly, enjoy mobile freedom. The GoPuck can hold up to five rapid charges. If you know me, you know I don't go anywhere without mine. GoPuck is available at Performance Ski & Surf or online at gopuck.com. That's gopuck.com. Woodrow's is a sunglass company based in Central Florida that manufactures frames from wood and other sustainable materials. With an infrastructure built on a passion for action sports, life on the water, and the love for the great outdoors, there's no doubt Woodrow's handcrafted, wooden, and sustainable eyewear will fit your lifestyle. Use my promo code MANO30 and you'll get an additional 30% off your entire order. Once again, that's promo code MANO, MANO30 at Woodrow's.com for 30%. Sent off everything. That's W O O D R O Z E dot com.
1: The Golden Mike Podcast is back with the noise of the North, Dano the Mano, presented by Sea Deck Marine Products.
0: Well, it's no doubt Josh Walker, a dude, you know, he's a pretty quiet guy, a dude who lets his riding do the talking it was great to sit down with him in the rockstar bus and have that conversation though josh has been around for a long time i love his take on the sport and just his love i mean the dude is an enthusiast he absolutely loves wakeboarding really excited to see what this season has in store for him and just what the future in general has in store for josh All right, guys. Well, I do have some upcoming events, and I'd love to see you this weekend, May 18th through the 21st, TSR, the Texas Ski Ranch. We got cable stock, 16th annual. I'm going to be out there announcing, plus Thursday night, I'm going to be doing a live podcast episode following weekend Memorial Day weekend, May 26th through the 28th, Callaway Gardens, Pine Mountain, Georgia. We're back at the Masters live episode there as well. June 10th and 11th in Orlando, we've got the Performance Ski and Surf Gravel Tour. Stop number three, and we're redoing stop number one. Hope to see you guys out there. This is a great first event for those of you guys looking to try out the competitive wakeboard scene. June 16th through the 18th, I'm in Mooresville, North Carolina, the Malibu Rider Experience in the Southern Wakeboard Regionals. The following weekend, we head up to Black Diamond, Washington, not too far from Portland, Oregon, as I am going to be landing in Portland. Uh, Join us out there for the Malibu Boats Rider Experience, the Western WWA Wakeboard Regionals. And then July kicks off with Stop 1 of the Malibu Evolution Pro Series, the Malibu Factory Smoky Mountain Pro. That's going to be happening right there at the Malibu Factory in Tennessee. That's July 7th through the 8th. Also, with the Malibu Evolution Pro Series this summer, we're going to Vienna and we're going back to Japan. So I'm really, really stoked to get those extra miles and to uh, get a little world traveling going on. Plenty of events, so make sure you guys watch out for all of those, but now if anybody listening is interested in having me announce their event, commentate, maybe do some voiceover work, appear at your next event, maybe you want to advertise on the Golden Mike podcast, maybe you have a question, maybe you want me to record your voicemail message, email me, goldenmike at noiseofthenorth.com, or you can find me. On Facebook, The Golden Mike Podcast on there. Be sure that you like it as well. If you guys haven't already done so, find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Trust me when I say this helps. It helps with analytics. And it also just helps with optimizing the search so people can find us a little bit easier, a little bit faster, and a little bit quicker. On Twitter, at the Dano T. Mano and at the golden underscore Mike. On Instagram, at DanoT Mano. And be sure to like the Golden Mike Podcast Facebook page. Thanks again to my guest on this episode, Josh Twelker, CWB Rockstar Team Rider. Had an awesome time recording with that dude. Learned a lot. Had a lot of fun. But now let's give out a few shout-outs to some of the sponsors and folks behind the scenes. Thank you to Seadeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Woodrow, Sustainable Optics, Performance Ski and Surf, Gopuck, Malibu Boat, C4 Belts, Rockstar Energy, Lead Wake, CWB Board Company, Ronix, Slingshot Wakeboards, Jenna caruth on the web, and Rich Walsh on the audio. That's going to do it for today's show. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. I'm the Noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, and you can hear me next time, once again, on the Golden Mike Podcast.